Today in Security from Wired. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. The Security Risks of Logging In with Facebook by Louise Matsakis Facebook profiles have become the de facto identities of people across the Internet. This is thanks in large part to Login with Facebook, the social network's universal login API, which allows users to carry their profile information to other apps and websites. You've probably used it to log into services like Spotify, Airbnb, and Tinder. But sometimes, especially on lesser-known websites, using Facebook's universal login feature may carry security risks, according to new research from Princeton University published Wednesday. In a yet-to-be peer-reviewed study published on Freedom to Tinker, a site hosted by Princeton's Center for Information Technology Policy, three researchers document how third-party tracking scripts have the capability to scoop up information from Facebook's login API without users knowing. The tracking scripts, documented by Stephen Engelhardt, Gunas Akar, and Arvin Narayanan, represent a small slice of the invisible tracking ecosystem that follows users around the web largely without their knowledge. We never thought this was possible. It was really surprising, says Akar. This is tapping into a social API which you are not expected to, but this sounds a bit beyond the line. The researchers found that sometimes when users grant permission for a website to access their Facebook profile, third-party trackers embedded on the site are getting that data, too. That can include a user's name, email address, age, birthday, and other information, depending on what info the original site requested to access. The study found that this particular breed of tracking script is present on 434 of the web's top 1 million websites, though not all of them are querying Facebook data from the API. The researchers only confirmed that such a script was present. Most of the scripts the researchers examine grab a user ID that is unique to that website, as well as the person's name and email. But the problem is, using Facebook's API, you could easily link that unique ID to someone's Facebook profile. For example, a tracker might have registered that Visitor1 went to a web page, but with Facebook login, they could connect that person to their public social media profile, and that information can be used to track users across other websites and devices. After Princeton published their research, Facebook said it would suspend this ability. 
Scraping Facebook user data is in direct violation of our policies. While we're investigating this issue, we've taken immediate action by suspending the ability to link unique user IDs for specific applications to individual Facebook profile pages, and we're working to institute additional authentication and rate limiting for Facebook login profile picture requests, a Facebook spokesperson said in a statement. The Princeton researchers identified seven different scripts that are capable of pulling information from Facebook's login API, one of which they couldn't link to a specific company. The remaining scripts are created by six marketing and fraud prevention companies, Lydix, ProPS, Telium, Forder, and OnAudience, the last of which stopped collecting information from Facebook's login API following the publication of another third-party tracking study conducted by one of the same researchers in December. In a statement, OnAudience stressed that the platform that had this capability, BehavioralEngine.com, no longer exists, and its current platform Platform uses different technology for collecting data. ProPS did not immediately return a request for comment. Adam Corey, the CMO of Telium, as well as James McDermott, the CEO of Lytix, explained that the Princeton researchers' findings are not as simple as they may appear, in part because the Internet's tracking ecosystem is so complicated. First, it's important to understand what these companies and others like them actually do. They create software and tracking tools that websites can use to find out information about their customers, which sites pay for. In other words, a site might buy a tracking product from one of these companies and then use it to suck information out from Facebook's API. But that capability is not usually what a company intended for their tools to be used for. McDermott says that while it's possible to change the code of Lydix tracking tools to collect information from Facebook's API, it's something he'd discourage his clients from doing and not a behavior his company has seen. In no case have we seen that deployment, he says. He stresses that his company also doesn't control whether a client installs Facebook's login API and isn't able to obtain or look at any data that their clients collect. Corey said much of the same thing. No, we do not query Facebook's APIs to pull any user information, he said in a statement. Telium is in the business of helping companies manage the data that flows between their users and their digital properties. We have no interest, nor do we think it's acceptable, for a company to piggyback or use this type of data for any other purpose. Both Corey and McDermott said they don't sell the data their clients collect. Forder said that they were inaccurately included in Princeton's findings. Facebook data and user IDs have never been used by Forder's JavaScript in order to provide our service to a merchant. The report in question makes erroneous assumptions based on faulty information, and therefore we're taking action to ensure it's corrected through the removal of Forder. Forder adheres to the highest standards of data protection and is investigating the origins of these inaccurate claims, a spokesperson for the company said in a statement. Still, the Princeton study underscores the risks associated with users bringing their Facebook data to other parts of the web where they might not understand how it's being collected and parsed. For example, Cambridge Analytica was able to obtain information belonging to up to 87 million people because users shared their Facebook data with a personality test app. 
If you want to avoid your data from being collected in the way the study describes, be wary of using Facebook's universal login feature on sites you might not visit often or ones where the functionality doesn't necessarily make using a site more convenient. Installing a trusted ad blocker like Adblock Plus also will help avoid many tracking scripts from accessing any information about you, though the Princeton researchers haven't tested whether it blocks the specific scripts associated with this vulnerability. In 2014, Facebook said it was creating anonymous login, a way to log into apps without sharing any personal information from Facebook. It never followed through with the plan. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.